Hello, and welcome to All Things Plantagenet. My name is Donnie Hazel, and I am your host. To all of my original listeners, welcome back. To those new to the show, welcome. I am a storytelling historian with a great love for the Plantagenet dynasty, as I am a direct descendant to Geoffrey of Anjou via my paternal line on my grandmother Carter's side. I descend through Diana Skipwith, daughter of Sir Henry Skipwith and Amy Kemp. Diana married Captain Thomas Carter. They immigrated to the Americas in 1650s, settling in Barford in Lancaster County, Virginia. So with that said, please like and download the show as it helps other listeners learn about the show. If you wish to support this podcast, there is a link for you to do so, and it would be much appreciated as it would help with costs of maintaining the website www.allthingsplantagenet.com where you can find the podcast as well as extra items for each episode you can read or download. You can also find great books and videos for sale as well. Feel free to also visit our Facebook page. A link is provided as well on the website. Okay, on to the episode. Unless thou help me, I am become lukewarm, ready to fall to pieces. Okay. My lord, to reach none by morning, we must leave now. We must leave quickly. Gerard. What was the name of the bridge where Philip triumphed? The Bridge of Bovi. That bridge crosses me. There's a French army at Chino. Kev! Guard every damn thing! If I submitted to God and the Pope, every damn thing's gone wrong with me! It's too late to fight. Soon it will be too late to run. What? Have all the Potomans quit? Judas had sons. How did you do it? Great Dick. My lord. Give me a moment's grace. You are already chronicled in gold, in the convenient memory of the world. And your disasters remedied by mine. Richard among the angels. Oh, Fortuna. I pray there are no holes in heaven. Dear mother, how are you sleeping in delicate decomposition? 
Frenchmen are pissing in the Loire and turning our sweet wine sour. They're hanging troubadours by their looped strings. The red alba of pleasures is bled. Not enough. What? Have you acquired hell? Hmm? Married the devil's daughter and raised a brood of Jupiter Plantagenets? I've lost the empire, Dad. Nothing. There was a time that would have raised him from the grave. It's time, my lord! Isn't time. I must drag my guts back to England until in God's time I am released from time. In the meantime, I abide. My Lord! Be with me. of God be on you and your family, my lord, please. I thought I was safe at Worcester. I heard the Lady Queen was delivered of a girl. I've heard nothing else since. Oh. Too late for dinner. Damn gout in my belly. What? I have a gift for her, Grace. Uh, a topaz, which the late Hubert Walter bought in Holy Land. And for you, my lord, some wine I discovered at Canterbury. Not Thomas's O'Brien. Lord, it said he once used it for communion by mistake, and the first lucky sinner drank the lot. Where is it? Your servant is bringing it. You know, during the interdict, that was the one thing I missed. Dinner at Canterbury. Well, my successors have got something to thank me for. I kept Bordeaux in the My lord, you could have trusted me. Eh? Oh, no, you see, uh, my father, he used to send Thomas wine. Dear God. This is as old as I am and a good deal better. My lord, I did not come to see you entirely without a motive. Nobody ever does, Stephen. The barons who met last November at Bury St. Edmunds. Did you know that St. Edmunds' hair and fingernails are still growing inside his tomb? It is a wonderful story. Not as wonderful as the one you're going to tell me. They ask only that you respect the oath you took at Winchester and restore the good laws of Henry I. They represent a great interest in London, the Eastern Counties and the North. They don't represent anyone except themselves. Fitzwalter and Davesky, I can thank you for them. Mowbray, Bigod, Clare, their fathers rebelled against mine. And as for the good laws of Henry I, Master Langton, Henry I hanged their great-grandfathers. My lord, there are principles that are above argument. Oh, your principles aren't long enough to cover their private ends. My lord, they only ask that certain ancient rights and common practices be re-established and circumscribed within the confines of a charter. Do they ask, Stephen, or do you? It sounds like you. My only concern is peace and the stability of the kingdom. There are more than 40 barons who can muster 2,000 armed men. And King Philip is waiting on the other side of the channel. Oh! 
the devil take my stomach! I was fine before you arrived. Go and tell them I will amend my ways. Now don't look so pious. I was a pawn when I was six years old. Now I'm a king! I didn't survive by prayer alone. to my mother, the Pope. Cardinals, I appoint, cry Plantagenet and charge! Plantagenet! The traitors got into London, and with the connivance of the mayor I gave them. My mercenaries would hear I would attack them by storm. See what terms the Archbishop brings back, and if they're reasonable, accept them. I should dictate terms, not accept them. When did my father ever accept terms? At Azay, when he was a defeated old man. Dears, you take some satisfaction in that. Richard accepted terms in Holy Land from Saladin. There's no disgrace when you can't win. Reach my son, Marshal, not me! Well, they are obsessed with inheritance, wardships, marriages, widows, deaths and taxes. No general tax to be imposed unless by common counsel of the realm. The merchants of London are insisting on the abolition of duties and free access to and from the continent. No freeman should be arrested, imprisoned or set upon, except by lawful judgment of his peers and by the law the of the realm. increases, no carts to be commandeered, no fish traps to be set. What is Sockage and Burgage? To no one will we sell or refuse or delay right and justice. Not one New England as I do. My father's park, mother's prison, Richard's money box. Not one of them loved England as I do. It was no part of the devil's heritage, Anjou and Maine, or the hot, incestuous south. England came out of the mist with Matilda, the better half of Normandy. They didn't like or understand us. They're all in Fontevraud. Mother came nearest to appreciating the subtlety of England. The nearest dad ever came to subtlety was to find his mouth in the dark. She discovered the season. No other country has such seasons and complexions in a year. And every place is beautiful in its way. From Cornwall to Cumberland. The people are as peculiar as the place. Not the Normans, but the silent, staring English. Slaves in their own country. What do they make of it? Perhaps I'm cooler than the others. There was no heat at my conception. But I love this cool green country. So old. So deceptively deep. Stephen? Only a country like this could want to go back a hundred years to the good laws of Henry I. My Lord King. The good laws of Henry I were the good laws of St. Edward the Confessor. Yes, yes. They were two Englishmen in the Ark. For the sake of peace and the welfare of the kingdom, appoint a time and place for me to meet them.
John's talking about a charter. What sort of charter, John? John, will it stop the troubles? My chancery clerks are drawing up a charter. They sent me a list of demands. Badly written. Florida washerwoman could have done better. Refused to put my name to it. Will it stop the trouble? There are too many men in arms. The charter will increase their appetite for charters. Every man his own. What can you see out there? Nothing. Isabella, you should have married old Hugh of Lusignan and hung out the washing every Friday. <laughs> Mon Dieu! I forgive you for abducting me. What? <laughs> Is that all? <laughs> well, with Henry and Richard, Joanna, little Isabella, I deserve some credit. Hmm. <laughs> I don't feel remorse. <laughs> In all the years I've been king, I've never felt remorse. They say the devil doesn't feel remorse, so he can punish us without compunction. Are you claiming that as a, another family resemblance, along with your bandy legs? I had those off my father. He had them off a horse. <laughs> He enjoyed his moments of self-punishment. <laughs> so did Richard. I don't. You never admit you're wrong. I don't think I've ever been wrong. Isabella. Hmm? If there's trouble and we're separated, take care. <laughs> It's never worried you before. Oh, God, was there a woman who wasn't commonplace? I mean, I may not live. Take care of Henry. Of the king. Oh. Is it the gout, my love? There are more glorious conclusions than a clap of gout. What can you see out there? John? God, I don't know. When I became king, John Gatler, I swore to have a hundred years of peace. Another hundred minutes of peace. All that my father built collapsed and fell on me. God knows I'm being punished for my father's sin. Runnymede, between Windsor and Staines, on the 15th day of June, in the 17th year of our reign. They refused to pledge fealty. They made me swear to maintain the charter. Then they rode to London and fortified London. Do and Well, my Lord Archbishop, letters have arrived from Rome and our Sovereign Lord the Pope expressing his anger and indignation with us for not supporting the King against his enemies. The Pope charges you, Lord Pandolf and myself, to excommunicate all the disturbers of the Kingdom on pain of being suspended from our offices. Some of the greatest men in the Kingdom, including you yourself, my Lord Chancellor, are now preparing for war and are therefore disturbers of the kingdom. You know he means the leaders of the rebellion now in London. Sir, Pope Innocent is unaware of the situation. He does not know about the Charter. A copy of the Charter was sent to His Holiness as Sovereign Lord of England. He condemns the Charter as illegal and shameful to the kingdom, to the king and to the Holy See. Will you join 
Lord Pandolf and myself and excommunicate the leading barons. The king has done everything in his power to carry out the terms of the charter. It is the barons who are at war. If that is so, my Lord Bishop, excommunicate the king. But you see how absurd a situation it is. His Holiness urges us to excommunicate everyone who is for or against the charter. By my authority as papal legate, I pronounce you, Stephen, suspended from the office of Archbishop of Canterbury until such time as you have made your submission to the Lord Pope Innocent in Rome. My God, I should cry. But I'll give you dinner. Say, Grace, you could not forgive me. I did everything you told me to. I gave them the charter. Come on, I'm hungry. You sent it to Rome, asking for it to be annulled and your enemies condemned. Here's a squab pie and some good wine. Do you deny it? No. I sit down and say, Grace. You pledged yourself never to revoke the liberties you granted. I didn't. The Pope did. I don't understand. You could have refused to give the charter. I'd have had to fight. Well, you'll have to fight now. On the middle ground, Stephen. The charter was the middle ground. I'm in the right. Makes a change. Doesn't it occur to you that it was worth maintaining? Well, why don't they maintain it? Why are they in arms? Because they never expected me to grant it. It wasn't theirs, Stephen. It was yours. They used it hoping I'd reject it and turn the moderate men against me. I granted it. And now they are revealed as factious and rebellious subjects and I can go upon them. You are a devil in that you use man's weakness against himself. You knew the Pope would not accept the Charter. I knew he wouldn't put up with opposition. I ought to know that, Stephen. You are a devil. Oh, stop damning me and have your dinner. You've got a long journey ahead of you. When my mercenaries come to Dover, I'll put an end to this rebellion. I'll have an archbishop of my own choosing. Yes, God, Philip will rot and I'll return to Normandy. What will you do, Stephen? Put off Canterbury and become a monk. I have endured the loss of empire, the loss of God, Nearly the loss of my kingdom, but I'll go on. Not because I'm a devil. I'm a man, and I must tread out my measure of the world. I should have been a monk and lived in silk on carp and caper sauce and picked my peaches from the wall. Oh, Stephen. You and I have felt the teeth of events when we might have stood behind an abbey wall and listened to them. Howling. Abbey walls never stopped you, my lord. Still griping? Well, I will void you as I voided your charter! The king collected a host of mercenaries and marched north, wasting the country taking fines and ransoms, burning and sacking the towns that are declared against him. So violent and devastating a march that the ignorant folk recalled an ancient curse and cried, the dragon is unchained. Now, he is seven little leagues from London. And what he will do there, if he succeeds, my lord, in the fervent hope that you will come speedily to London, the barons and citizens offer their allegiance. The greatest of us have elected Prince Louis, King of England. Father? Perhaps, my lord, you should play chess. You wouldn't hazard your king so readily. This little man is the most accomplished and politic king. 
I thought you hated all of them. I remember once you told me I would be king of England. Hatred was born in us. Half of France was in the hands of that mad family. And hatred was born in them. Each one had a devil that wouldn't let him rest till he devoured his brothers. But they burned with life. While I... I was a cold creature, something like you, Louis. I loved them. I envied them. I used them. And I destroyed them one by one. Plantagenet golden boys. Too bright to live long. They all died violently in the spring. Father, I beg your permission to be King of England in the right of my wife, Blanche. There are five princes with better claims than Blanche. One of them is John's eldest son. Henry will be betrothed to Prince Louis' daughter. He will inherit Gascony and Angoulême, and you will tie them to your crown. Oh, you can fly that scrap of legality from your banner. Father, will you let me go to London? God forbid that I should prevent you from mustering your knights at Calais and crossing the Channel to assert your right to be King of England. My lord. Did you hear a cry? Sit with me, Hubert. Tell William I'll bath in the morning and Florence I want a clean shirt. No ships will sail in this storm, my lord. There was a storm the night before the conqueror sailed. Shall I do? Where can I go? This is my last land. After this, there's only drowning. Lord King, Louis will more likely drown. And say he does reach land, you'll defeat him, you have an army. Raise the country, set up your standard. Summon each man to defend his strip of land. Each knight his estate. Each lord his castle. Hubert, when I call, who will come? You are the king, the anointed king of England. And the man who deserts you risks losing his soul to the devil. I'll raise my standard at Winchester. <laughs> They'll come to the devil. Or go to the devil. Yes, God, I could still laugh. If Louis lands, I'll go to Winchester. I'll come with you. No, Hubert. You stay here and hold the fort in Winchester fell over a month ago. Ben Marlborough. I'll hang the Castellan. I rode ahead knowing you were all here at Corfe Castle, but when I discovered the place deserted. Did you know that Warren, Arundel, and Salisbury have gone over to the French? Oh, and you, sir. More shame to him. Yes, I believe you. The little ginger king of Scotland marched down to London to pay homage to Louis. They have all the north and the east. Gerard Dattiers is holding Windsor and Hubert de Burgh is still secure at Dover. Louis and all the knights who accompanied him have been excommunicated, my lord. Oh, thank you, Lord Pandav. I'll give you a medal on a chain. We hold the West Country, the Marches and Chester. Stay here, my lord, until your health is better. What? No, I must be seen or else I think I'm dead. 
I won't waste September. Yes, I will waste September and the harvest. I owe a debt to the counties in the east. Leave it to Savarek and his mercenaries. Why should I leave it to Savarek? I can't stay still. I stay still, I burn up. When I move, everything else burns up. You'll go with the king. We must stay with the queen and Prince Henry. How many times have I witnessed this departure? He's like his father. When the Queen's well enough to travel, go to Worcester. I shall come there for the winter. I'm Lord. bewildered by so much coming and going, oh, my lord. Oh, master, you should have known this when we had the world to bustle about. He couldn't keep still. Couldn't keep his hands off anything. Particularly if it moved. He means the old king. Has he seen the doctors about his stomach? When I came to England, I never expected to be caught up in a civil war. So his father won England. Hey! When I'm on the march, I... Shan't have to ask a man if he's a rebel or not. They have so much of the country. And if he's not a rebel, I'll hang him anyway. Because I rebelled against him. Were they all mad? No. But of everything he inherited 16 years ago when Richard died, that's all that's left. told the marshal to take you and the children to Worcester for the winter. I'll be there at Christmas, when you have your bath. I have several baths a year. Shall I leave you, William? Have Florence do if you like. No. You don't need them on your journey. You know, it's a family tradition. Except for Richard. What? Conceiving a child at Christmas. Mother had three girls and four boys. I want two more boys, Isabella. Must you do everything your father did? I want a boy. Called John. Where? Crown and Adam. I thought you burned it on the way north to Lincoln. No, you took a ransom for not burning it. Did I? One Abbey is so much like another. I'm glad I did. I'll eat the abbot's supper and sleep in the abbot's bed. Oh, I'm tired. How far do you think we've ridden, Severy? Some 30 miles today. Since we left Corf a month ago. Yes. From one corner of your kingdom to the other. My lord, we should have crossed the sea at Grimsby and burned Scotland. Eh? Well, that's Yorkshire. My reckoning is that we've travelled 400 miles in 30 days. He couldn't have done better. What do you think of England, hmm? Oh, it's a pity to burn it. Listen. Rather than let Louis call it his, I'd eat it. <laughs> I'm here! Has the baggage train caught up with us? Not yet, sir. Send a man to tell them to stay on the road to Lynn. We'll join them there. Who's with you? Uh, well, no one's here. We didn't think you'd need your wardrobe tonight. Is the treasure well guarded? Did you bring some wine? Well, the abbot's probably got some. Bound to be better than mine. Don't go, Pettit. I'll be alone. Fetch me a drink of water. I don't want to burn my own kingdom. There is a little holy water, sir. 
I'm a holy king. Dear God, it burns me. I'd eat it rather than let Philip call it his. Stones, earth, worms, excrement, corpses rotting in the ground, that wouldn't be worse than losing it. They've been washing their feet in it! Go and get some wine! And supper! A man sleeping in the monk's cells. The abbot's bed is six feet wide. But, unfortunately, it's empty. <laughs> you wouldn't attend to it. <laughs> My Lord King, how do you plan to regain your kingdom? Oh. I am an enemy in my own land. How can I reconcile England to me, myself to England? It will take an astute plan, Salvador. Something worthy of me. One of us must destroy the other. You're joking, I presume. You presume? Address from the burghers of Lynn welcoming you and begging you to accept 50 marks. Oh, thank the burghers and so I do. Letter from the Bishop of Winchester informing you that the Queen and all the royal family have arrived safely at Worcester. Mm. Letter from the Lord Marshal saying that his son has quitted the French Prince and returned to his allegiance together with the Earl of Salisbury. Yeah. A letter from Hubert Burgh in Dover Castle requesting immediate assistance or permission to surrender at his discretion. Good Hubert. He stood out for four months. I can't help him, he must do the best he can. A request for a grant of land in the royal forest of Acombury to build a chapel. Who from? Margaret de Lacey. Hmm? Uh, she's related to William de Briers, my Lord King. Granted. We'll leave here tomorrow making for Nottingham, Derby and Worcester. What's the date? October 10th. In three days, it will be the Feast of St. Edward the Confessor. Mm. In three days, we'll be at Nottingham. Or Captain Saverick and the local man. Ah, I want to get to Nottingham in three days. Let's swine said, swine said, get to Nottingham. You can, my lord, but your baggage wagons can't. We'll take them three days to get round along Sutton. I can cross the estuary at low tide. Save two days. Low tide's at noon. Can't get there before noon tomorrow, so that means the day after. It won't take them long to cross. Well, it's four and a half miles of sea and the well stream. 
That's dry for perhaps three hours. And you've got to watch for quicksands. Oh, they'll need all of that. All right. Let them be prepared to leave Lynn tomorrow and cross the well stream on the day after. I'll spend the night at Wisbeach. I'll see them at Long Sutton on the Wednesday. Uh, what time? Sunset. If they aren't over by sunset, they want to be gone. Hmm. I'll save a day. But I won't be a Nottingham for St. Edward. You sound disappointed, my lord. Uh, oh, I wanted to celebrate St. Edward's Day at Nottingham. It's my town. I gave it a market. And I have St. Edward's crown. And if I have nothing else, with that I have everything. It comes from God and is all God ever gave me. Oh, the devil. Petit! We're leaving tomorrow. I'll ride ahead. Shall I ride with you, sir? No, no, no. You go with the baggage train. My father... Oh, oh cursed yields! We stopped. They've all stopped. We stopped because they've all stopped. We'll be late. We should have started an hour ago. We'll be kept waiting. I hate fogs. Nice to see. Go on, pull up. Now uh, we're moving. She'll be across soon. She goes out for miles. Can't hear the bell. See, it was as you were speaking. It's over to the left. The wagoner. To the left. from over to the right. yourselves.
Help, Florence, help! There is no Father! There is no Son! There is no Holy Spirit! There is no Kingdom of Heaven! There is no kingdom on earth. There is no will, no reward now or later. No gift of bread, no debt to God, no God! But self, and then no self, but agony and excrement. And then not even that. Nothing. No less than nothing. Darkness beyond darkness. Dread emptiness. The very entrails voided such hollow emptiness empty longing long beyond the grave the grave would be comfort nothing no peace of earth or heaven no word, no thought, no breath, no soul. No John. He said that one of them would destroy the other. That he would eat England. 
England, 18. Mm -hmm. Master Severick, I want to get back to Croxton. And that's a good 40 miles from Newark. He will not keep you now. No. He said I could have 10 pounds for my abbey and his intestines. Then wait. It's a long way to Worcester. My men and I will carry him. What times we live in. What'll happen next, I wonder. I can just remember his father coming into England in King Stephen's time. Oh, everything gets worse, doesn't it? Henry, by the grace of God, King of England, Duke of Normandy and of Aquitaine, and Count of Anjou,